Welcome back to another episode of the Being Better Everyday podcast, where we would dive deep into the art of mastering life's chaos and making small steps towards being better every day. Today, it's all about creating those systems to make the habits work subconsciously to make your life just a little bit easier. Join me as we explore my game-changing habit hacks for working moms, because all of us want to work on our well-being, but none of us want it to be the sole focus of our day. Welcome to the Being Better Everyday podcast, where we make your days more peacefully productive while you're juggling all the things. I'm your host, Julie Wenslick, a millennial mom, finance professional, and founder of PW Designs. I know that as a mom, business owner, corporate girly, or a combination of all three like myself, sometimes life can feel like a lot. With the simplicity and systems and being better every day, we create habits and routines that support your life, create calm in the chaos, and put the you back in your everyday. Grab those headphones, put on your shoes, and join me on a walk while we dig in to today's episode. Let's get into it. Today is about building on your habits. Back in episode four of the podcast, I talked about the difference of habits, routines, and systems. So let's refresh on what that means because I'm going to use all three of those words today. Routine is the normal order in way we do things. I call it like our conscious habit, right? It's a routine that we're putting in place that we're consciously thinking about. Habit is when it flips to being unconscious. So a thing that you do often, almost without thinking about. So as I was brainstorming for today, there are things that I do almost unconsciously that are huge game changers for me that I'll talk about. And then there are things that I'm working on creating a routine in the new year that I want to make a habit. And then systems is basically the way of doing it, right? It's the system that you put in place to make your routine a habit. So I am all about creating systems to make things work for you and make it become a subconscious habit. By now, we are three weeks into the new year. If you're listening to this when it comes out, how are your intentions going? Have you already felt like giving up? Have you flubbed the first week and then are like, what's the point? Studies show that about 80% of people give up on their goals by mid-February. So let's not be one of those people. And remember that it's not just about the new year. It's about consciously choosing to do things towards being better every day, every day, regardless if you fall off the wagon. That's why I want to work on my habits because, and hack them into being a non-event because I don't want to have to think about them all the time, and I have done things in the new year that'll help me do that, so let me show you what I'm talking about. First and foremost, checklists are your friend, and they are definitely my best friend. I have a number of daily routines right now that I am working on that are not quite a habit, so I need a daily reminder. I am one who doesn't like putting a habit tracker in my planner because I tend to use only my planner during business hours, and then it becomes out of sight, out of mind on my routines. So what's worked for me? A reoccurring checklist on my phone. There are a number of habit tracker apps you can use, some paid, some free. I happen to have Microsoft Launcher on my Android phone. And so for those of you on video, you can see it, but I will share it in my blog. Okay, maybe not. Um, It's just a white screen. I will share it in my blog and on my stories on Instagram. But With Microsoft Launcher on the Android phone, it integrates into my Outlook email and OneNote. And then it also gives me what's called a task app, which is available direct on my home screen. I know there's, what, the majority of people 
are iPhone users. I'm sorry, I am not. I am one of those annoying green bubble people. I love my Android. And this is one of the reasons I can create a widget on my home screen that shows me the checklist on a daily basis and it's reoccurring. So like I said, I will share what it looks like over on my blog and on my stories. You can certainly replicate it with other habit tracking apps as well. But these are the things that are in that on a daily basis as I'm working on becoming habits. So the first thing on the checklist is called AM supplements. As you know from episode 13, I am working on taking a number of supplements as suggested by my functional medicine doc. I've been really good about consistency since, well, basically that appointment because now I know that I really do need them, but I don't want to fall off the wagon. So that's number one on the checklist is just reminding me to take my AM supplements, which also includes my anxiety meds. Next on the list is outside time. So I have a goal in the winter of being outside at least 15 minutes a day certainly more during the summertime, but I hate the cold. And so I'm also working on getting eight to 10,000 steps a day, but I have a walking pad. So if I didn't have a walking pad, I may have the checklist be, you know, 10,000 steps. But because I have a walking pad, I just have it say outside time because I know that my base goal is 15 minutes and getting my steps done outside or inside regardless. Getting outside definitely helps with your central nervous system. It helps with your mood. It helps me reset my brain. And it's something that, you know, as somebody who has previously struggled with seasonal depression and is not, knock on wood, currently struggling with that this winter, it it has made a world of difference. So number two is reminding myself that I've committed to getting outside every day, regardless if I want to or not, um, because I know it's important to me. The third thing on the list is Bible. And obviously, I know not everyone is religious. I am Christian, and I have been working on becoming closer to my faith. So this year, I have tasked myself with listening to the Bible in a year. And last year, I had the same goal, by the way, and I made it 14 days. So definitely, this is something that needs to be on the checklist to remind myself that it is a goal. I have recently found the Bible Recap podcast. It is a podcast that recaps and has a reading plan where on the Bible app, I'm listening to the Bible, and then I turn to the podcast to then have it basically explain it. One of the reasons why I've never been able to follow through with this goal is I feel like I get lost by like the first book. So this is going to help me kind of digest it a little bit more. And the other thing is, is I can listen to both. I have no desire to actually sit down and read. So um, as I talk about later with habit stacking, this is something that I'm doing with my 15 minutes outside is tuning in to the reading for the day and then the recap. So again, number three on the checklist is, is just says Bible because it's reminding me I have this intention to do it every single day. Fourth is probiotics. Now, you might be wondering, well, why isn't that just with AM supplements? I have my probiotics listed separately because totally got influenced. And if you listen to Jenna Kutcher, she recently had the founder of Just Thrive. It's a probiotics company on her podcast, and I ordered her supplements. So they are pricey, but if her science is right, they are definitely more beneficial than other probiotics. And there's so many on the market and it's an unregulated unregulated industry that I wanted to try hers out. Now, those probiotics are meant to be taken with your biggest meal of the day. 
and I'm already taking like six pills in the morning. So I have it as a separate thing because I plan on taking it with lunch or dinner most days. Therefore, it has to be separate on the list. This is a new habit for me. I'm only like a weekend. So we'll see how this one goes and whether I really like the probiotic or not. But it is something that, you know, I understand or I'm learning about the importance of gut health and definitely want to focus on that in 2024. Back to supplements. I also have an evening anti-inflammatory that I have to take with my magnesium before bed. Uh, So I have PM supplements on the list. And that is something that I typically will do. I have it on my bed nightstand table. I don't typically forget to do it at night. But when I'm traveling, I almost forget to do it every single time. So that is why it's on the list because when I get out of my routine, I forget to do it. So AM supplements, probiotics, and PM supplements are on my daily habit list. The final thing that I have is daily meditation and stretch. In January, I'm doing a 30-day yoga challenge. And so instead of stretching, I'm doing yoga, but to me, it counts the same. So after January, it'll move to 10 minutes of meditation and stretching. But right now, I'm counting it. Like if I do yoga instead of stretching, that's fine. Um, I'm not doing both, but it's just kind of that like nightly intention, slowing down, doing yoga. We actually did family yoga last night. My daughter's been really into like following instructions. So it's, you know, not every night, but it is is definitely something that we're doing together. And I'm just following like a 30-day YouTube calendar. So that's been the other thing I'm working on because I am... I always have the intent of becoming more flexible and less tight. And, you know, certainly with, I hold a lot of stress and anxiety in my body. And it's not a habit that I tend to keep consistently on. So, you know, all of these things on this checklist, it's really around consistency and hacking to make sure that I actually remember to do the intentions I set. So if you look at really what's on my list, all of these things are doing, I'm doing are helping to center and ground me into the person I want to be. I want to be calm. I want to be centered. And I want to be living an intentional life of one of really feeling amazing. And these are going to be things that help me get there. Without the checklist, I can easily fall off habit or forget because I just, I do. If it's not something that's subconscious, I will forget about it within like three days. If you don't want to store it on your phone, you could write it on like with a dry erase marker on your fridge. You could make a checklist on Canva and print it out. You could store it in your planner if, you know, if you, I know a number of people that I've done custom planners for have habit trackers. You could certainly do it there. Like I said, the only reason I don't do it on there is because I always have my phone. I don't always have my planner with me. So I tend to like it on my phone, front and center. The other thing I should pause and note here is that looking at the routines you're building, it's a great time to habit stack. Habit stacking is like the ultimate multitasking hack. It's a fantastic way to build new habits into your routine without feeling overwhelmed. There are books about habits. You know, Atomic Habits is kind of that foundational book. It's something that habit stacking probably isn't new to you, but the idea of stacking a new habit on top of an existing one is really what habit stacking is. For instance, if you're already rocking Tidy 15, which happens to be the hardest one for me, you could, after finished decluttering, you could always stack a short mindfulness practice or gratitude to get your thankful 24 done, 
Or for me, you know, I tend to do thankful 24 while walking because um, walking is when I, I tend to go inward, right? By linking your new habit with something you're doing consistently, it becomes the seamless part of your day. For me, that means listening to the Bible while walking as well. I've already mentioned that. Or doing meditation while stretching, right? Those are two habits I'm working on that I'm stacking together because it takes less time and we're all short on time. So it does wonders. The other thing that can be really helpful is phone alarms. Just don't silence them like I tend to do. Uh, so they're not always helpful for me, but you set an alarm for, you know, for example, when you want to wind down every day or the time you want to get outside every day, or if you are struggling with taking your supplements or reminding to, um, setting an alarm at 8am or whenever you typically have breakfast, like something like that, where it's nudging you to remember, even if I silence it, I'm still like reminded that it was an intention I set for myself. It's kind of like your little babysitter to your own habits. The other thing that I do, this is one where it's like, you know, when we talk about habit hacks. This is something that I basically do subconsciously that I was thinking about the other day that I'm not sure everyone else does, but it is something that I can't live without. And that is weekend routines. So often people let your routines fall by the wayside on the weekends, especially if it relates to intentions that you've set for your health or nutrition. But you have to remind yourself that habits are seven days a week, not five. And one of the second, the other habit hacks that I do every single Friday, basically subconscious, I don't even think about the fact that I do it. I just, I do it every Friday. And that is when I'm winding down my work list, I sit down and write out my weekend list. This list is often things I need to or want to get done for PW Designs. But it's also family intention and home intentions. So yes, obviously, I'm going to brain dump all the things I want to get done for my business. But I'm also going to like, okay, sit down and think about what are we doing intentionally as a family this weekend? How will certain moments bring me joy or the activities that we want to do? How much time do I want to spend outside of the house? What do we need to get done around the house, for example? So I use my brain dump pad to write it all out. And then I highlight it based on subject so that I can kind of see that segregation. So pink is business, blue is family, green are the things to get done around the house. Whatever highlighters I have handy, I certainly segment it as well by topic. That is something that, like I said, I do every Friday. It helps me kind of like not go into the weekend with chaos in mind. I feel like if I don't have the intention set, I tend to feel noisy in my brain. And so I will kind of get it all done on paper, evaluate it. And if it does feel like too much, then we cross things off, right? Or we reset depending on what our intentions are for the weekend. So those are the kind of the two big habits, hacks that I'm working on is, is my daily phone list and you know my weekend brain dump list. Those are two things that are central to my January and hopefully will help you as we go into the rest of the year. But as we wrap up, the other thing saving me on focus on New Year's intentions is don't forget about the Better Everyday Five habits, which act as kind of that foundation. So if you're not familiar with these or didn't listen to episode two of the podcast, they are the five habits to kind of help you calm the chaos. They're your foundation. 
So the first one is movement 30. I talk about this one all the time on my Instagram stories, which is energize your body and mind with 30 minutes of intentional movement each day. I do not count walking for this because that is a separate habit I'm working on. So for me, sometimes I'll count yoga, but otherwise it's Pilates or bar or strength training, right? Whatever my, whatever my morning movement is, depending on the day. Second one is tidy 15, which is tidying up for 15 minutes. I often think of this in my head as power pickup. You know, you certainly in January, there's a lot of people working on tidying up, decluttering. You know, we will do some of that too. But if you don't want to do that or don't have that intention, think of it as like setting a timer and doing a power pickup to make the house more manageable for 15 minutes a day. That 15 minutes can make a huge difference. And then for me, if I set a timer, then it's like, if I don't want to do it, then I only have to do it for that 15 minutes. The third thing is one thing for you, which uh, honestly, my one thing for you is almost the same every day. So I'm not going to be writing it down, but it's going to be for me, it's often bubble bath, bubble bath or book or both, but it's going to be the thing that helps you feel less burnt out, makes yourself a priority. It could be getting alone time in. It could be the walk, right? If If you're not somebody who gets to have a walk by themselves that often or has a kind of more chaotic family life, maybe it's a walk, maybe it's a massage, maybe it's acupuncture. What is something that's going to help calm your central nervous system and help you feel less burnt out? Fourth thing is thankful 24. What are you thankful for in the last 24 hours? Certainly a, a daily gratitude practice is important. And then foundational is is obviously we are all busy. We have daily intentions. So the daily big three, what are the three things you're going to focus on getting done for the day? That is, you know, write those down, your daily to-dos. What are your three top to-dos? I mean, if your work list is 10 long, still, what are your top three? But you'll notice I don't have these on my phone checklist. It's part of it is I'm using the 2024 dated planner and brain dump pad as my planner system, which means I already have a spot for them on the daily. And these two things are I mean, these five things are habits for me and they're really unconscious. So I don't typically fill it in, but if I feel like I'm getting off track, I definitely will fill it in in my planner. If you want to dive more into these five habits, make sure you go back to episode two, where I talk about, you know, ideas for each of them and how, you know, the benefits of each on a more in-depth level. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Being Better Everyday podcast. Remember, creating positive habits is all about progress, not perfection. I hope you found these tips from one busy mom to another helpful and that they infuse a little bit more magic into your daily routine. As I sign off, don't forget to embrace the power of habit stacking with a little bit of self-care and savor those moments of gratitude. You are doing an incredible job. Life isn't perfect and your journey is uniquely yours. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Being Better Everyday podcast. To see any visuals, head over to my YouTube channel. Links, socials, and resources mentioned can always be found in today's show notes. I truly appreciate you leaving a rating and review to help me reach more women looking to build systems to be peacefully productive. If you are looking for more, you can always find me on Instagram at julie.pwdesigns, sharing the behind the scenes of my everyday life as a millennial mom, corporate girly, and small business owner. Until next time, keep on taking one step at a time towards your version of being better every day.